This is Seven Symphonies Chords from Swallows of the South, and you're listening to Redemption, a member of the RPG Academy Network. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system with Chris Berlew as the GM and also the droid R3A1. Man, I'm okay with watching it get shocked. It's kind of funny. Kendall Jung as the Twi'lek former Padawan, Corel. Eamon's not like our little Tauntaun. He can do whatever he wants. And Michael Walschlager II as the Duros pilot, Tazi. I'm getting tired of the cold. I'd like to leave the planet if we can at some point soon. Special guests, Emily Morgan as Isla and Quinn Wilson as Koshak. Episode 307, Digging a Deeper Hole. With the unearthing of an ancient training facility, Corel, A1, and Tazi find themselves the accidental owners of a large chunk of Claudite history. With no idea what to do with it, re-entombing is one option. But with the crew's luck in all things subterranean, no one expects it to be that easy. We need to figure out a way to seal this back up, though, too. Like, we can't just leave this open. We could... Pro- well, let's get... We'll have to check the rest of the ore, but we could always repile up all the uh, all the stuff that we pulled out that was just junk. We'd have to put a new wall in. Or we could build a new wall. Let, let's just get out of here right now. It's kind of dusty, and to be honest, we've been at it all day. All right, all right. That's fine. We can, we we, can get out of here. We can argue about this anyway. Yeah, yeah, we can go. We're, we're not going anywhere, like, anytime soon, so... Okay. Let's head back. We head back out. Okay. Yeah. It's easy to get out. I mean, you know how you guys came in. Corel just walks right back to the, the common area. Mm-hmm. Is Isla in there? Because it's been probably yeah, a couple hours. A couple hours. So they come kind of trudging in. She just yeah. sits down, pulls out the statue and puts it on the table and then tosses her bag in the other room. Oh, where'd you get that? It, we found a, a, a set of rooms back in the back. It, it looked shiny and might be worth something. Rooms? You mean back in the tunnel? Uh, yeah. Okay, I said, let me get a drink. Tazi, you want to tell her? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, um, when we were, when we were digging, apparently we broke through into some kind of chamber for, or some kind of thing I guess I can say is a monastery of some kind. Um, An ancient one, yeah. They, looks like they used it to train people, the Mabari, those guys I was telling you about. Um, yeah? It looks like they used it to train people. It's a number of rooms, like a bunch of like training areas. Really dusty and old. Yeah, really. I think uh, I think that's I think A one said nine hundred years, A1, something like yeah. that. Yep, a little over. So I mean, it's really old, but uh, there wasn't really much of value in there except for the statue um, and a sarcophagus with a dead monk in it. Oh, how unfortunate. So. Well, I mean, he he's been dead a long time. On on the plus side, I mean, we the this site might have some value to somebody. Just not really us. Um, I don't know. Sounds like maybe an archaeologist who studies these things would be interested? That'd be probably the type of person we'd need to contact. Well, sounds like you had more fun than I did. But I did finish refining the ore that you had mined up until this point. Uh, how much is there? Um, About four kilos, maybe. Oh, that's not a lot. Well, you've only mined for one day. Well, yeah, I was kind of hoping... What's that worth? Hmm... Probably about 2,000 credits. That That's not the bad day's work. That's not too bad, all things considered. Well, and I mean, we lose 10% for Isla. No, 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 no. Remember, Isla's forfeiting her oh. 10% for the ride, so... Oh, that's right. We still lose 10% to Koshak. Well, 1,800 credits is still nothing to sneeze at. 
Um, so we'll just need to do more mining. Uh, I mean, yes, we can, just... we can probably use the laser to cut out the rest of the ore that we've got in that vein. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I'll run back to town tomorrow, though, and get some supplies to seal that up. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So we have at least a, maybe a way to get in and out. We can... And I'll see if uh, anybody I know uh, back at my back at my old job uh, knows any Claudite historians who might be interested. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. So I'm going to get some sleep. I, um, it's, I'll see you guys in the morning. Are, are you tired, Tazi? Yeah, I could, I could probably use a rest. Isla? Yeah, I'm tired. It has been a long day. Oh, okay. You guys have the room. We'll sleep out here. Uh, yeah, right, no, that's no problem. Um, I need to go check uh, star positions. So she grabs a blanket and her coat and goes outside. A1 just walks over and plugs himself into the generator, powers down. Carol goes and gets in the speeder, <laughs> turns on the heat, and falls asleep. Well, um... I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll sleep out out here on the floor. Uh, you can you can take the the chamber, the bed, the bedroom. You can you can have the bedroom. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. I'm I'm fine out here on the floor. I need the 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 hard floor is good for my back. If you're sure. Have have a have a good night. Um, uh, I'll wake you. I'll wake you in the morning. Okay. And then yeah, she goes in the in the bedroom, but leaves the door open. Tazi spreads a, a blanket out and a grabs a pillow off of the the seating unit. Yeah. So the next day comes up. Corral, you're going to town. Yeah, I as soon as Corral wakes up, she just starts up the speeder and leaves. Okay. So you're in town. Looking for like a general supplies place or uh Koshak does most of that. Never met him before, so No. Then go on yes. in. Uh there's a sign that says Naos three mercantile. I'll go in there. Pull okay. up the speeder, go on in. Uh there's a Twi'lek there, he's an, an older guy. Looks like he's been around for a while. <sighs> Can I help you, ma'am? Uh, yes, um, I'm from the Kralitz Fang. I think uh, our captain, uh, Tazi, has been here. Do we have an account or anything? I need some supplies. He's been paying as he goes, but if you would like, you can uh, start a tab. Um, well, we did find some some stuff on our claim, so I guess the tab would be okay. Need some supplies, I need to build a reinforcing wall. Uh, we've mined out a good section of ore and the props are there, but we kind of want to wall it off. So, some, you know. Yes, we have those supplies. Okay. Do you have that in stock? Yes. Over in that section there. Okay, great. And I'll shop. Yeah. You you can find all the stuff to build a wall. That's okay. real common in mines. So they have to wall off a section. Um, one more thing. Do you have... Do you have any wine? That's not something that is usually requested in these parts. Unfortunately, I do not. Ah, I have... I, was, I, have a, I have a friend who has a romantic interest, and I was trying to set the mood. So, uh, never mind. I, never mind. It, it, it was silly. That's not your captain and our mechanic, is it? Um, what? I mean, they are both duros. Well, they, they kind of hit it off, yes, actually. Well, I hope that works out. Uh, they seem to get along very well. So, um, I'm sorry, I didn't... I didn't catch your name. Ah. I, I, I'm Karel. I am Koshak Ren. Ah. Well, it is very nice to meet you, Koshak. Nice to meet you as well. Is there anything else I can help you with? I believe I am all set. Thank you very much. You are welcome. And she picks up her supplies and... Yeah. Calls them out. 
he scribbles something on a data pad, which you can pretty well assume he's just subtracting. Yep. Making notes of what we just... Making notes of what, what you've purchased. Load up and head back to the ship for a minute. Okay. You're there. Uh, look, go into the cockpit and make a hollow call. Okay. Uh, back to Coruscant. Jedi Temple trying to reach Master Alshane. This is the Jedi Temple. How can I help you? Uh, good day. I'm looking for Master Alshane if he's available. Uh, he is? May I ask who is calling? Uh, uh, this is Karel. I am a former student of his. Uh, one moment, please. Master, um, I apologize if this is a bad time. I have heard uh, many things about the the new war. I hope all is well. The war proceeds as it will. What can I help you with? I remember studying about the Claudites there, and a there apparently was a race of warrior knights. Um, I forget what they were called. Are you familiar with them at all? It was not a race, but a sect of the Claudites, known as the Mabari. We have uncovered a relatively ancient, about a thousand years, training ground that they apparently had sealed up and abandoned. And we were just wondering... Do you think the Claudites might be interested in it and as like a historical or and if you so if you knew anybody I could be introduced to? We found some a, a bunch of training rooms and like a historical archive of several generations of their warriors. There may be someone who would be interested in this information. Yes. I can send you a, a couple of hollows of what we found if you would be so kind as to pass my contact information. I know a member of the Explorer Corps, Ferris Kota. Okay. He is very interested in the Claudites and their history. He may be interested in this information. Where are you located? Uh, we are on Naos 3, uh, a moon in the Naos system. I will pass along the information to Ferris and have him contact you at your comm code when he reaches the planet. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the, the assistance. Is there anything I can do to assist you? Not at this time, as you situations to deal with at the moment and none of them require your particular expertise very well one more question if i may jedi ayla sakura is she well as i know she is on assignment very well we i had heard a rumor and uh, i heard she was at geonosis but nothing since then and she was very kind to us on rodia and just wish to see. If I happen to come in contact with Jedi Sakura, I will pass along your 
gratitude and concern. Thank you, Master. May the Force be with you. And also with you, sir. And she disconnects. Huh. A1 must have got it from him. Huh. Okay. So Kral locks the ship back up, grabs Ko's extra, extra supply of golden drink, loads it into the speeder, and heads back out. And unless we want to do something, there's a montage of construction and mining and mining and construction. Yeah, you can spend probably another week or so because you can keep digging down into the sides and stuff and go around. First night, there's a quick shot of Corral handing Tazi golden, like a spare thing of golden drink and, and him giving a big thumbs up and a grin. And there's a shot of Tazi like holding the thing of golden drink upside down and shaking it. And it's obviously been a number of minutes later. And in the montages, A1 is constantly bumping Tazi or Isla into each other, making it even more awkward. <laughs> that No, the bump happens, and then it, our A1 always looks over to Corel and, like, and like flips his little hand out. like. <laughs> and every time, like, Isla and Tazi are in a room together, Corel always tries to, like, leaves the room and tries to bring A1 with her, so they're left alone. So a week later, we've got more mo- There's refined rill stacked in a corner in, in the environment. Yeah. Uh, we've got the wall finished. We got some spare rock m- piled up in front of it, so it looks a little more natural. Yeah, and you're finding as you mine, obviously that vein of of rill is getting smaller and smaller. You know, you got a good four kilos the first day, and by the last day, you're getting like half a kilo. Okay, and then you get a com call a week later. Okay, we were all sitting in the common room at that point. Mm-hmm. I like that. Is yeah. everybody there? Oh, hey, I'm. I don't know that cum cold. Maybe it's Kale or... Uh, kick it on. Okay. It's just going to be audio at this point because we're so far out, probably. I'm I'm relaying through the ship because I don't have a hollow projector, so... Hello? I'm looking for Karel. Uh, this is... Oh, Karel, this is Ferris. Oh, uh, Ferris, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, Master Elshin spoke highly of you. Oh, well, thank you. I understand you have some interest in uh, Claudite. Um, yes, I do. Uh, are you familiar with the Mabari? Uh, yes. Uh, during some excavation on this planet, we have come across a, a very old Mabari training facility. Ooh. Is that uh, something you might have interest in? If it's the original, then yes. We did find several training rooms, and there seems to be like a hall of history with a sarcophagus as well. What are your coordinates? Give them the coordinates. Very well. Ah, that is um, uh, that is Ferris. He is a member of the Explore Corps. Uh, Master Al Shane, you remember Master Al Shane? Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember. Referred us to him as uh, being interested in Claudite history. So you just gave him the coordinates. We didn't get paid. That's what I heard. Well, we're going to see if it's worth anything. We still have the claim here. We have a legal right. Well, no, but I'm just saying that you know you basically told him exactly where the thing is that he's coming to see. Right. Without. Actually, you know, finding out if there was actual interest or if he was willing to pay for the information. Well, yeah. Okay. No, I'm just making sure that that's... Well, if, if we. No, I mean, he's, he knows where we are. He well, doesn't know where it is. Well, I mean, I'm just saying he's going to be coming here. Right. So I mean, we don't have to take him down the tunnel all willy-nilly and shit. If he wanted to bring a bunch of Mabari with him. I mean, we could talk to him. I mean, he's a member of Explore Corps, so... I'm just so for future reference when we're when we're talking about something we want to make it some money on or deal with maybe we should make a deal before we provide them with any information. 
I will take it under advice. I'm just, yes. I, no, that's not, don't, uh, that sounded a lot more critical than it really was. I just want, like, in I, the future. I, I understand. Okay. A- A1 rolls up to you and he puts his head against Crow. I, I still love you. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. And speaking of love. She pats him he, on the dome. His head starts to turn. And she, like, grabs his dome <laughs> so it stops turning. Can you go outside and watch for uh, Ferris? His ship should be landing shortly. At about that time, you hear a ship land, and it's a small one-man ship. That's why it can land here, because your ship was too big to land in this area. And go outside to, greet, to meet him. You notice a well-dressed human male walk off. Ferris? Uh, Corel? Indeed. Nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you. And you are... This is, uh, the, the, I'm part of a crew of a ship, the Kralitz Fang. This is Ensign Tazi, our captain. It's nice to meet you, captain. Yes, yeah, good to meet you as well. This is Steve. <laughs> this is our 3A1, our, our droid. Very well. Did Isla come out too? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, uh, Isla. She is from this planet. She's helping us with mining and excavation. Very, very well. She kind of waves. Come on in out of the cold. Oh, that would be lovely. Now we're cro- kind of crowded in here. It's like... So, what uh, what can you tell me? Well, and I start showing them some of the records that we took, you know, video, hollow of and everything like that. So you have A1 start yeah. broadcasting the stuff? And once we're kind of done... Tazi's watching Ferris very closely. His like eyes, his reactions and... Yeah. Make a, a hard perception check. Uh, that's one success and one threat. As A1 scrolling some of the images through, the excitement on his face gets more and more. And at one point, you kind of see his face kind of like one side kind of ripples. And actually, the, the skin changes just a little bit and then goes back to being uh, human. It looks almost a little more leathery. So this is um, basically what we found. It, uh, the computer logs say it was sealed up about a thousand years ago. Oh. Is there any archaeological interest in this or value? There is, if you can prove that it exists. Video can be doctored, I hear. Well, and she gets up and goes a- into the A1. A1 turns around and looks at him and goes, why does everybody keep saying that? I have not changed any video. Corral got up to go to her room, so. Ferris, um, also, oh. if, it's more, if it's more comfortable for you, you can drop the guys. We know your race is shapeshifters. You don't have to appear human for us. Oh, very well. And he drops into a Claudite form, more reptilian-looking. Carl brings out the little statue and puts it on the table. He takes a statue and looks at it. And, you wow. can see the maker's mark on the back, too. If this really is the tomb of Jan, then this is a great archaeological find. What other artifacts did you take out? Nothing. Data. We took images of everything, got some records. There is a body in the sarcophagus. We did, but it was not that we did not disturb I it. I did. I did open the sarcophagus to verify if there was anything inside of it, but we didn't take anything out. Hmm. Nor was it touched. Correct. The lid was opened. I shined a light inside, and then we shut the lid. That could potentially be a problem. Well, no one's got to know. We did move one of the weapons, uh, but we left it in the room. Oh, the weapons minor, but the Membari might take that as a sign of disrespect. So we will have to either. Find a way to reseal it or never speak of it again. I'm yeah. fine with either of those things. Pretty Very much well. the same. It was not done in a disrespectful manner like we were looting. It was a matter of, I mean, you. 
I would never do such a thing. It's it was totally it, me. I was. I wanted. Okay. I was. Come on, Tazi. We no. know you're not strong enough to do that. It was. Uh, it was my idea. I, I wanted to verify if there was something in the sarcophagus, in the sarcophagus, or if it was ornamental. We Nonetheless, don't, we don't need to worry about who's responsible. We just need to make sure we take care of it. Indeed. So, when can we go? How far away is it? Well, so before we actually go to that next extent, it, yeah. What's Carol the... looks embarrassed to be, but she lets Tazi take the lead. So. Obviously, there was a lot of work that went into finding this place. You know, we found it as as part of our mining duties here, what we had found on our claim. So we own, you know, technically from a planetary perspective, we own the site that the ruins are on. Um, Minus 10%. And, and there's a, obviously, there's likely a value to that. So can we start to speak that value now? If I, If we take you to the site, then I feel like we are... You know, obviously acting in good faith that there's going to be a monetary value to this information that we're providing you. Correct. Uh, you would be entitled to the standard 10% finder's fee, which, Carell, you were an Explorer Corps, right? Yeah. That's very standard for Explorer Corps. She nods. He says, do, do you know how that works? Myself, I, I'm, I, I I'm, mean, fa- I'm familiar with it, but I'm, what I am not sure of is what the possible value of the find would be. Are you? Are you, would you be willing to give us a, you know... A, yeah, a rough estimate. It all depends if it goes to historical museums or if this is sold off into private estates. In a historical museum, the statue's probably worth, I don't know, a few thousand. But if it's sold off as to private estates, that all depends upon the auction. I've seen these go from anywhere... Similar items go from anywhere from 2,000 to 10,000. But so, so like for example, like the you talk about the the sarcophagus or the that history room having some kind of significance for your people. Mm-hmm. Would that also be? I would you want to? Would they allow it to be auctioned off? No, I, I don't think they're going to sell their sarcophagus. But I mean, like the having the location of this facility, is there a monetary value to your people? Possibly, possibly to the Membari more than to us, because this was lost in their history, or forgotten. Or permanently erased. My theory is that they sealed this off because they were about to be invaded by something. That's what the records actually showed. There was some sort of event about to about oh. to happen, and they sealed it off. And Carell actually pulls up the data event, and they start nerding out over it. Yeah. He is diving into this. Yeah. We're, we're, the two of them have their heads yeah. together, almost next to each other, and they are just n- hardcore info nerding out about it. You get the impression... Like, he's about to get his doctorate because he's proven his theory that this was sealed because they were facing some threat and that this area was erased from the memory of all the Membari and never spoken of. This is the lost tomb and lost training grounds of Yan. So he's nerding out with Corell about what the historic significance of this is and how successful he's going to be for proving his theory. Okay, so... Uh... I mean, so, if this so, was yeah. the actual yan you were looking for, the I mean, the results would it validates all of the data you've shown me so far. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's a okay. wonderful find. I mean, and right. so, there's so, a training room and the, this okay, hollow okay. training. Okay, hey, hey. Uh, oh, sorry. Don't mean to interrupt here. Um, I appreciate you guys really enjoying this information and, and really delving into it. But uh, but do we have a number? Any idea what a number looks like? What the value of this would be to your people. I mean, I would guess your finder's fee might be in right around five or six thousand. I mean, without actually seeing anything, I mean, I don't 
know the value of the weapons okay, well, are in there or um we're gonna I'm gonna do a little verbal contract with you. If if I show you this information, let's let's put it this way. You have an idea of how valuable this information is, right? Uh correct. Okay. Can you provide us with a down payment? If I give you the, if I show you this site, if we walk you through the site, uh, you know, I'd be obviously be happy to return that down payment in some respect to to be assured that you are not going to take the information and sell it to somebody else. I I don't think that is that absolutely I, I, necessary. I, I, look, I mean, I, I mean I'm, we're, we're talking about something that's got this has a tangible value, but we don't know what that value is, and. You know, you've become you've come recommended by the master, so I don't think that you are out to. I don't think you're out to 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 rip us off or to take anything from out from under us. But I also have to be sure that the work we've put into this is going to be compensated in some way. Does he make a perception check? You are trying to read him, mm-hmm. so it's two reds and a purple. One success and two threats. Uh, Tazi, you, he says, yes, I have a contact for you, but you see that little look in his eye and you get the kind of impression that it's not necessarily somebody that works within the Explorer Corps, mm-hmm. but he is honest with you that he has a contact. All right, then let's, uh, uh, man. Okay. I, this is going to get to my better judgment, but yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll show you, we'll show you the, okay. the ruins. Thank you. Walk this way. We lead him down the tunnel. He Walks very excitedly. He's down got a data door. pad out. Like, yep. Down to the door, open the door, and just gesture for him to go ahead. Matter of fact, you get to the door, he puts something in his ear and pushes a button, and he's doing voice dictation and describing everything that he sees, and he's recording things with the data pad. And as soon as you open the door up, he's like, oh, yep, bioluminescent writing. That's fairly common in their establishments. I'm Are amazed we- that it's still active. So something must be feeding the algae that's in there. Well, there's still power throughout the entire uh, center. The computer core was open. The uh, the training hollow room was open. Oh, amazing. So they have some sort of battery that operated that long? We did not find the power source. Uh, it is probably behind the computing room. We can show you that. It'll be kind of... Which would you like to see first? A1 has very good sensor scan capabilities, but again, it, you know, this is an unknown, kind of an unknown establishment, unknown systems he could sense that there was power running through the systems but we couldn't really trace any of it hmm interesting let's go to the uh, let's go to the sarcophagus room this way he's super excited he gets in there and he's pouring over the tapestries and the paintings and and, and we take our time showing him each room mm-hmm. you know we walk him through mm-hmm. the, the training room the room with the statue yeah he soaks it all in one of the rooms you hit is the melee training room mm-hmm he immediately just walks right straight in. And as soon as he does, out of all the little holes, pop a bunch of training droids. And they start floating around. And he kind of stops. Um, is that normal? Well, it, it's the melee training room. Okay. Did you... You didn't come in here before, though? No. Well, that would have been nice to know. And they're all... I, hang like, on. All these droids are starting to circle him. Curl reaches out. That sword is still kind of there on the floor, probably. Mm-hmm. Curl's just going to reach out with the force and pick it up. And I go into the room to cut him a path back out. Okay. Basically, they're flying around in groups of four. Okay. So, Carol pulls the sword to her and just wades into the first group of four. Okay. Rolls a triumph. 
I, I'm really good at um, Yeah, I was going to say, that's... That's uh, four successes and a threat with a triumph. Okay. So Corel just Corel just wades into them, and three of them are down before she completes her first turn. One of them kind of zaps her in the side, and then she swats it out of the air. Yeah, correct. And you take a point of strain as it does manage to get a little shot off. So you're you're halfway to him. So on the next one, she they're getting they seem to be adapting to her to her strikes because that's a failure with two advantages. Okay. But so she was, she's getting back into a rhythm. The sword's a little bit not like her lightsaber. So they don't hit her, but she doesn't knock any of them out of the air either. She tries to move closer, and another group of four cuts yeah. her off. And there's a couple more blasts of energy, and she reflects both of them back into the walls. Okay. But she hasn't gotten close enough to take another swing at them yet. But now you're they're, starting to get surrounded. Yeah, they're starting to focus fire on her. A1 looks over at Tuzzy. Uh, sh- should we help or should we just watch? I mean, I'm okay with watching her get shocked. It's kind of funny. I mean, uh, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm recording are, these it. Are, these are training droids. This is this is nothing. She's got she's got this. The blade comes up and one of the blasts gets parried. Oh, I'm gonna spend strain to parry the damage, okay. uh, which does more damage actually to me than if I'd gotten hit by it. But another group of them fall to the okay. So now you're two hands. You, know, you could help a little bit, guys. So I'm just going to follow me. And she starts cutting her way okay. back out. A1 pops his holdout blaster out and he fires in. That'll give you a blue die. And there's another triumph with two advantages. So I'm going to say that just, she just, she's just moving straight back towards the exit. Cuts down another group. Yep. And another triumph. So four, six, three successes and a triumph just gets them back out of the room. You guys are back out. See, okay. see, she was fine. She didn't need any help from us. He helped. He he did. He helped. They were dodging the, the blaster fire, and it, it, it helped. Good job, A1. I'm, I'm just glad she asked for help. Uh, I'm sorry about that, uh, Ferris. I, we didn't set foot in the room because of all the holes in the floor. I thought they were not, I thought they were not activated. Oh. Well, I just assumed that you guys had already investigated that. That's okay. I won't hold it against you. Apologies, but no harm, no foul. Yes. So let's go. Did you, anything else you wanted to see? He, he looks at the training sword you're holding. Can yeah. I see that? She passes it over to him. He, uh, be careful of the edge. It's got uh, some sort of uh, toxin or, or beetle quills on it. It's supposed to be much more effective than it is. It's, it's worn with age though. Hmm. But your fingers will still go numb if you touch it. This is amazing. I've never seen anything like this. And it's made of Durasteel, too. Hmm. He's, again, he's dictating into his data pad and describing everything. And then he, he hands it to A1. Here, carry this. It won't hurt you. I, I, can, I can carry it. It's not, it, I just won't hit myself with it. I've carried a lightsaber. This is not the problem. So she takes it from. Okay. Okay. Seems safer to let the droid carry it because he can't get hit with the toxin. Yeah, that, that actually does make a lot of sense. Just saying. Anyways, A1's we don't, we don't not, need to A1's argue. Yeah, like, no, not like our little tauntaun. He can do whatever he wants. Anyone kind of equivalent of puffing his chest out? Yeah. Do you want to carry it? Sure. And I hand it over to him. He puts it in his little hand on top. And he's kind of swinging it around it's a your, little bit. Hey, watch. Where, 
Yeah, that's a great idea. Onward. And he points the sword forward. Yeah, and you guys show him all the rooms. He's fascinated with the starship simulator. When you guys actually go in the room. We warn him that it's going to close and start the simulation. Yeah. Does anybody go in there with him? If he's going to stay, I'll stay with him. Okay. Once you hear that, oh, you know. Simulation will begin. Right. Five, four, three, two, one. Is A1 staying? One. Oh, A1 will stay in there with you. Okay. Tazi, you staying in there with him? Sure. We haven't seen this yet. Yeah. As the simulation starts, you notice that the red ships start attacking the blue ships. And you guys basically have to touch and move the blue ships around. And you figure out if you just tap them twice, they'll fire at the red ships. As you're losing ships, the ceiling slowly starts moving towards you, and the sounds start getting louder and louder. Tazi, roll a piloting check, because that's basically what this would be. Roll a piloting a hard check. So give yourself a blue die, because you've got A1 there as a co-pilot, so to speak. Um, Tazi, one failure. Okay. Basically, the ceiling keeps coming down closer and closer, and you guys have to keep kind of crouching down, and eventually everybody's laying on their back. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Once it gets down to about, a, like, a couple feet, so we have to, like, lay down, Curl goes over to A1, grabs the Dero Steel Sword, and, like, props it so it can't go any... So hopefully it'll yeah. resist. Yeah, it, it bends it a little bit, um, but eventually it gets to a point where it stops and says, You have been defeated. And then the ceiling slowly slides back up. At first, like, that was, that was exciting. My heart's racing. I thought for sure we were all going to get crushed. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. Not, not, a, not a fan of that at no, all. It's, that was, no. Uh, but no, a great, great incentive. No, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. So is so, there anything else you want to see? Uh, maybe the computer room? Okay, that will require some effort. How so? Um, there is a quite a vigorous obstacle before the computer room. Uh, You're gonna have to do a lot of jumping. Are your are your abilities at all your force abilities at all physical in nature? You know, what? I'm gonna flip a let's for light for make life easy. I flip a light side so okay. he can do force jump. He's, yeah, yes. Good. Uh, take him to the room. Well, follow me then, and Carl jumps across. Okay. You, you make it across. He makes I'm, it across. I'm just, I'm just gonna stay here. A1 stands next to you and just keeps swinging the bent sword around. Knock, knock it off. You want to knock it off. You're going to hit me with that. You want me to hit you with it? That's all You're I mean. going to if you keep swinging it like that, and I don't want you to. So you want me to hit you with it? No. You want me to hit Corel with it? Put it down. He drops it. And then Corel and Ferris go into the computer room, and he starts hitting on the, typing on the computer, and he's just old and slow and very basic. And he gets some more information off. He downloads everything to his data pad. He wraps up in there, and you guys walk out, and he says, well, I'm convinced it's his tomb. So, Oh, wonderful. Um, are you going to reach out to your contact, or how? Yeah, when can we arrange for payment? Oh, I, I will contact him. And you agree that the location of this will remain secret until payment is arranged, correct? Correct. Okay. Of course. Your captain and I will just go make a call, and we'll work out the details. That's fine. All right. Well, we head back out, and... Allow you guys to go out to the ship. Okay. So Ferris looks at Tazi. Are you ready to go with me, Captain, and make the call? Yeah, of course. Let's let's go do this. Let's. I'd rather have this business done with sooner rather than later. All right. We'll have to go out to my ship. I'm getting tired of the cold. I'd like to leave the planet if we can some point soon. All right. Fair enough. Yep. All right. I'm following you. Uh, he takes you out to his ship. Which, like I said, is just a little one-man ship. It's got a little 
sleeping quarters in the back and a cockpit, you know, a real tiny kitchen. And he, he leans his hand forward and then to type in the com code and then he sits back. He looks at Tazi. So option A or option B? Option A is I call the Explore Corps. They come out here and they make everything into a museum. Option B, I, f- I call another friend of mine who would be very interested in this, but she's going to want this to be kept a secret. All right, so monetarily, what are we talking about for either option? Mm. Option B will pay twice as much. Well, twice as much of nothing is nothing. So, like, so what are we talking? Give me numbers. I would guess maybe right around 10000 For option A? Well, for option B. Museums don't pay a whole lot. This is true. Give me a second here. And Tassi's obviously kind of deep in thought. You know, I have no attachment to this. Um, oh, you know what? Here, what about this? What if uh, maybe we go with the museum option and Explore Corps can give us some more work in the future? Or would your friend be able to do the same? Um, both are good contacts. Both have provided me with opportunities. He's not making this real hidden. When he says opportunities, it's pretty apparent he's making decent money on the side. He's got nice clothes on. Like I said, his ship, one-man ship, but it's a nice ship. We could use the credits. Let's go with option B. Fair enough. Um, Who's your contact? Her name is uh, Gila Forto. Going to make a hard underworld check. That is a wash, a straight wash. The name does not no, ring a bell to you. Nope. Can't say I've I've heard of her? Uh, yes. Her. Okay. Can't say I've heard of her. Okay. He punches in a com code. <phone rings> Up on the hollow screen there is another Claudite. And Claudites look pretty plain. And she says, So, uh, hello. How may I help you? And Ferris says, Ah, they found it. She says, Found what? They found Yan's tomb. Uh, Tazi, make a perception check. This is going to be just two average. Two successes, one advantage. Okay. Gila here kind of leans forward a little bit, moves to the edge of her seat, a little excited. And you happen to notice on the collar of the outfit she's wearing is a symbol that looks very similar to the ones that are on all the tapestries. Obviously, as you've noticed as the tapestries, everybody kind of has their own personalized version of that. So it's pretty obvious she's one of the Mimbari. And she says, really? Where is it? And how much? And Ferris says, uh, I thought 10,000 would be fair. You know, I, I have to say, uh, um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking closer to 20, honestly. It's a pretty rare find. And, you know, I know that there's probably a number of people who might be interested, at least in what's inside, if not from a religious perspective, then, then perhaps, uh, just a pure knowledge perspective. I think 20 is a good asking price for the amount of work that we've done and what we've uncovered for you. Okay. Ferris kind of, he sits back in his chair a little bit and he kind of, under his breath, remember, um, damages? And then he kind of leans back. Um, is that, is that acceptable to you, Gila? Or would you like to perhaps discuss this further with him? She looks back. I think 10,000 is fair. Unless there was valuable artifacts that are in there that I haven't been told of. Well, you know, there's that's the whole point of it being uh, this tomb of someone that you seem to value pretty clearly. Uh, for being a shapeshifter, you don't hide it very well. Clearly, this has a this has some significant value to you, and I can see where twenty might be a little high. So I'd be willing to go down to say eighteen. She's a warrior knight. So she kind of smiles. I like your courage. Your name is not important at the moment. 
if we decide to do business, perhaps the uh, name will be important. But for the moment, let's talk business. I'd be willing to go up to 12. Minus any damages done. Damages, what do you mean? Well, how did you find the temple? Did you damage anything in your eagerness or inexperience with dealing with the artifacts? I can't say that I believe anything was damaged. Certainly nothing was damaged in the find of the temple. At this point, Ferris is like, he's, he's moving away. If he could get out of the picture right now, I think he would. How is this? I will tentatively agree to 13.5 pending my inspection. Let's, uh, let's meet somewhere in the middle there, like say around uh, 15 pending your inspection. And we'll, and we'll call that, I think, a good spot to leave it for now. I'll expect a down payment of at least half before you come onto the site. As again, this is, you know, uh, part of the value here is knowing the actual location. And if you have to inspect, then I would at least expect half of the, the funds up front. She looks at Ferris. Give him half. And Ferris gets up, walks to the back. You hear him playing around with something, and he comes up and hands you 7500 Very good. Tazi takes the 7500 credits and shows absolutely no hint of the excitement that he's got inside him at the moment. Okay. And uh, Gila says, Well, sir, may I have the coordinates now? Uh, certainly. Uh, Ferris has the coordinates. He, Ferris will pass them on. He reaches up, punches a couple buttons. She looks at a data pad. Very well. I will see you shortly. Look forward to meeting you. And you. Tossy turns to Ferris, looks at the credit chips in his hand. Well, I think that went well. Yes. She didn't order your assassination, so I think it went really well. Assassination. All right, so we asked on Twitter to reply to tweet with questions and answers, and we will record some answers. This next one's from Justin, and I think it goes to me and Chris on this one. When is Corral going to find her own kyber crystal? And I think the answer to that is whenever one calls to her. So never. Uh, well, hey, well, you don't give out your com code enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. See, see what I did? There? No, I don't. Uh. You're uh, I mean, Kyle Crystal, baby. I, Call I, I me, did, baby. We read the... Uh, no, I read the Ahsoka I think book. Carl's got to update her profile on uh, padawansonly.com. <laughs> JediMingle.com. JediMingle. Uh, Is it Pinder? Pinder. <laughs> Pinder. <laughs> oh, God, you guys are horrible. Yep. Uh, but no, I, I would, after reading the Ahsoka book, I really like the idea of the Kyber Crystal calling the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Chris and I have talked about this, and if it happens, it will happen. Next question up is, hey, it's from Richard, guys. <gasps> oh. And this one's for Nate. Ooh. Oh, that's weird. Was Nate unavailable for a recording session, or did you guys plan on doing the split ahead of time, or was it both? I'll leave uh, that to Nate and Chris. I, that, was, that was definitely a little column A, a little column B. It was a fortuitous moment. Chris and I had been talking about uh, K.O.'s backstory... Uh, and some film some of the other things about KO that make KO KO, and Chris and I were talking, and I had some stuff coming up for a month or so, and Chris and I were like, "This would be interesting." Yeah, I think we were planning on something like this to begin with. Uh, a little column A, a little column, column B. B. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be column C because he didn't give us a third option. Damn it. <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Kendall. I just wanted to announce to you guys, we're going to do a quick raffle. If you've been watching our Twitter and Facebook feeds, you've seen the redemption banner that is usually behind Chris when we record. We're going to be giving that away to a lucky listener slash follower. 
All you need to do to be entered into this is leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. It has to be a written review, because I don't know who actually just clicks on the stars. So if you write us a review, you will be entered to win that banner. We will give it away in our first show in June, so stay tuned for that. If you've already written us a review, you are already entered, and we thank you very much for giving us a review and helping us spread the show. Uh, hey guys, uh, I was just checking my holo mail, and uh, I noticed I got this weird, like, kind of like pseudo advertisement thing, and I'm pr- probably fake, but it says something about something called a catacomb. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to that. Yeah. What in the world is it? So it's a it's a convention that's happening in uh, in Dayton, Ohio, on, on Earth. Earth. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. So we're going to take a little drop. It's way out in outer rim, wild uh-huh. space. Uh-huh. I think. It's gonna, it's, we're going to take a nice little flight down from so, here. So how? Shut how, up, A one. Uh, down. Oh, nice. Did Corel say that? Nope. Awesome. Perfect. So I, I so, already. So yeah. No, no, no. So if I wanted to actually go to this catacomb, because I do, awesome. What would I do to do that? Well, you're all set because I already bought passes. Oh, okay. I bought passes. Uh, we'll get to play some great games with some uh, some other people there. They might have they might have some sabak. Oh, uh, you know, we might be able to. Or if they don't have some, we can probably get a one to start a game there. So we're gonna totally fleece them then. Oh, one hundred percent, we could. Perfect. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's assuming we win. No, what? We will. We've got a one. Uh, right. Well, he's going to be running some of the game. Perfect. That means we always win. We're the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess the odds are in the house. But yeah. anyways, yeah, going. we're going to go to a catacomb, November yep. 10th through 12th. November 10th through 12th. Sounds like a really weird futuristic time process, but November 10th through 12th, Dayton, Ohio, a catacomb. And they gave us this uh, net site, theacatacomb.com. Yeah, Perfect. That, that too. Thanks, guys. Now I don't feel like it's a fake thing, like a Nigerian prince. Oh, no, we're going, buddy. Oh, perfect. Well, assuming you don't run off again. Oh, uh, that was low. I know, it was. Hey, just wanted to say a big thank you to everybody who backed the Akatacon Kickstarter. We did fund. We are super excited. So, November 10th, 11th, and 12th, we will be at the Dayton Convention Center, running games, playing games, and hanging out with a ton of great people. Don't worry, if you want to join us, you still can. Check out akatacon.com. It will link you to the Eventbrite site where you can still get tickets. Hope to see you there. This episode's Patreon backer is James. James, thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot to us. Uh, hey, it's A1. Just wanted you guys to know that Redemption is played using the Star Wars role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Anybody ever wants to get a hold of us, the ship's comm code is at RedemptionPod. Uh, plus, don't tell anybody, but I put a Holonet page up for us. Uh, it's redemptionpodcast.com and uh, if you can get on your datapad there and like us on iTunes Google Play, uh, maybe Stitcher or whatever other podcatcher you use uh, it'd be nice if other people could listen to us and if uh, you ever want to support us and maybe throw us some credits uh, you could visit patreon.com slash redemption I promise I'll use your credits wisely and won't go gambling. Really, I won't. Don't look at me that way. A1, who are you talking to? <clears throat> ah, goodbye. See you next time.